Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 234. So today, I want to give you a word of warning, and I want to caution you to be very careful about who you call a leader in your business. So this episode was actually inspired from a coaching session that I did on Clubhouse. And hey, by the way, all of our Android community members out there, Clubhouse did introduce an Android app. So you can download Clubhouse. It is still invite only. So you you can set up an account and if and get an invite if anybody knows on the app. But I'm it's it's getting really close to when anybody can be on there. So if you are an Android user and you haven't had a chance to start the process, I hope that you do. But I did a session and the session basically went like this. This particular person was really struggling because she said, I have a leader on my team. That no matter what I do or say, I just can't get them to help their team, to lead their team. And I bet a lot of you can relate to this where you've got someone on your team that you call a leader that is in a position of leadership because they have a team underneath of them that you get really frustrated with because they're not showing up on the calls. They're not helping people the way that they need to. They've created personal success in their business. They can get customers. They can recruit people. Maybe they're good at attraction marketing. They're an influencer. They're a top producer. And as a result of that, they've kind of accumulated a team, but they're not really stepping up and showing up and helping other people have success. And a lot of times these are people, if we're honest, they're, we used to refer to them as the high maintenance representatives. We're always treading on ice and, 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 and stepping on eggshells with them because we don't want to ruffle their feathers because in our mind, in our scarcity driven brain, it's like we feel like we need them because maybe they do represent a, a decent portion of your team. So it's almost like we cater to them. And in a lot of cases, we enable them, right? We fall into this trap. But we get frustrated because they're not doing what we think they should do. And I'm here to tell you, here's the problem. So let's go back to the formula, which is the basis for all the coaching that I do. The circumstance is you have a particular person on your team that is at a certain rank, has a certain size business that isn't doing a certain set of things. Now, here's the thing. That's always just neutral. It is, it, it, it's not good or bad. It's only what we decide to make it. But here's the problem that a lot of you are running into, that you are fundamentally running into a problem because you are calling that person something they are not. Look, I got news for you. Not all top producers and not all top earners are leaders. Leadership is not something that is determined by the amount of money that you make or the rank that you hold. Now, I could argue that to get to a certain rank, you may have had to demonstrate a certain level of leadership to be able to get there, but leadership is something that is demonstrated every single day through example. Leadership is not a noun. It is a verb. It is action-oriented. It is something that you must earn every day. And if you have someone on your team that's frustrating you, right? Because they're not doing what you think they should is the problem that they're not doing it or that you think they should be doing something more. See, maybe the thing is, is they just are who they are. You know, 
They are just somebody that is going to produce to a certain level. It's never going to be much more than that because guess what? You know, if you have somebody that's stuck in a sales mindset and they're just doing things that can create personal success for them, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because look, there's a place for all different types of people in your business. But what I'm trying to say is you have a, when you call somebody a leader that isn't, because you know, here's how we demonstrate the value of a leader. It's not the results you can create for yourself. It's other people's results, right? Your value as a leader is measured through your ability to help other people. Are you showing up every day with other people in mind? And if somebody's not fitting that bill, but you're still calling them a leader just because they're a producer or they make money, the problem is this. When we call someone a leader, there's a certain set of expectations tied to that name. And where you're running into and where we're running into a problem is we're, lab- we're giving somebody this title that isn't really deserving of it. So what I really want you to think about is part of the reason, if you've ever dealt with something like this, is part of the reason because you were calling somebody something they're not. See, to me, and this is an important point, a leader to me is not always the top producing person on my team or the top earning person for that matter. See, I would much rather, like the advice that I gave to this particular person was, we talked about, well, what can I do? And I said, well, is there anybody on this person's team that you could maybe reach down into that team and identify them? I said, can you find a leader on their team? And I said, listen, A leader is not necessarily somebody that's got a big business. I could literally identify somebody as a leader the first 30 days of their business. See, to me, I'm looking for somebody that is demonstrating leadership through character and integrity, through commitment, through coachability, and through a positive attitude. See, we in our program, we talk about the four C's. And what I look for in a new potential leader is somebody that has character, right? That, that has integrity as the foundation for what they do. Somebody that, that has a great attitude, right? There needs, there needs to be chemistry, right? Like I need to like you and you need to like me. So do you have a good positive attitude that makes it a pleasure for me to work with you? Are you coachable? Are you willing to do what I teach you to do? We've got a system in place. Are you going to use it? And the fourth thing is, are you committed? We measure commitment through action. And I'll tell you what, I would much rather, and it took me a long time to get this, I would much rather spend my time working with a brand new person in their first 30 days that demonstrates the four C's, that is showing me through example that they are a leader. Now, they might not even have a team yet. See, the thing is this, you don't have to have a team to be a leader because the first person you got to lead is yourself. I would much rather invest my time and energy into that new person than I would continuing to try to enable and cater to some of the high maintenance reps that that are on my team. And look, I shouldn't say, it's not always that way because you might just have somebody that has just reached the limitation of what they're willing to put forth, right? They just want to show up and sell and recruit and they do what they do and that's okay for them. They're not going to really do anymore, at least at this point. And they've demonstrated that to you over and over. So why not just accept them for what they are, honor them for what they are, don't call them something they're not, and don't have expectations of them beyond that. And if you can find someone on their team that is demonstrating some of these other qualities, go right through them and work with that person. Maybe there's not anybody on their team like that. Then guess what? Go work with someone else. See, for a very long time, and I know here's where we run into a trap sometimes. It's like we have this one team that 
is at a certain level of volume. And it was driven mostly by this one person, right? This top producer that has created most of it on their own efforts. And it's like, we're looking at that team and we're thinking, man, if I could just get it a little bit further, I can hit my goal. It'll give me that one step closer to my goal. And what we wind up doing is we wind up spending all this time and energy trying to almost like get blood out of a rock, right? You understand that you're eventually going to reach a limitation if it's just one person with a sales mindset, doing it the way that they want to do it, creating personal results, but not really leading. You're never going to really be able to have time freedom working with a team like that. There's always going to be a certain point that you can't get past anymore because if it's based on one person's effort, there's always going to be a, a limitation there. But I fell into the trap of scarcity thinking, man, but I'm so close there. I'm going to just keep pushing. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to try to just force them to be something they're not willing to be. And I can think of a point in my business where I wasted almost six months trying to make somebody something that they didn't want to be, blaming them, not realizing that I'm the problem. And understanding that if I just would have learned this lesson earlier, I could have spent the last six months just letting them be who they are, supporting them in whatever way they need me to, not trying to make them something they're not, and then go find other people that are ready, willing, and able. And that might mean you going out and recruiting a new person. And that might feel like you're starting over, but I'm telling you, if you find a leader, somebody with the right qualities, you can build what they've created so much faster but also have it be more sustainable and grow the kind of business that you want. Look, it's not a stable business. If you only have a handful of people that are just really good at personally selling and recruiting and they're responsible for a majority of your volume, that's not a very stable business. See, I'd rather grow a business that has a lot of people doing a little bit. And the only way you're going to get to that is you must start to identify and grow and develop leaders. That's real-time freedom. How about being able to work with people that really want it, that want your coaching, that want to do things the right way, the people that think like you, right? That's like you can create a business that is such a more pleasurable existence. You don't have to constantly feel like you're battling with people to get them to do something they don't want to do. But that's what it boils down to. Where are you investing your time? See, your time is your most precious asset as a leader in your business because there's only a finite amount of it. And I think part of the problem is we become resentful, in, in if we're honest with ourselves, around our business and people are in a business because we keep giving time to people that ultimately are not really deserving of our time. And, it, and when I say not deserving, I'm not passing judgment on who they are as a person. They'd be a great person, but they just have motives for their business that are different than yours. So we don't want to make those people feel like they're not welcome, right? Because like I said, there's a place for everyone in the business. But in the back of your mind, you've got to be looking at what people are doing. Don't watch what they say. Watch what they do. Identify those people. They might be brand new people that are demonstrated those four C's. They're showing you they're, they want it. They're they're They're... They're, they're doing the right things. They're saying the right things. They're following the system. Invest your time into those people. That is long-term how you build a business that gives you freedom. You'll never have true financial and time freedom unless you get really good at developing leaders, strong, independent leaders that do it without you that don't need their hands held. And it really just comes down to a shift at the way we look at people. So that's the question I want to ask you today, right? Are you in your business, are you calling certain people leaders that not really, that aren't leaders at this point? That will help you better take an inventory of where you should be investing your time, who you should be spending it with. And at the end of the day, realizing 
that it's just about accepting people for who they are and not trying to make them something that they're not. So that's my message for you today. I hope you got some value out of the episode. As always, I love and appreciate all of you for being here. Happy to be back on our normal publishing schedule. And uh, I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 